Hi friends, it's Jennifer All, and today our Daily Hopes turn to the book of Isaiah. This is an amazing book. It's written by a prophet, Isaiah, who served under four of Judah's kings, some of them good kings, some of them bad kings, and it is a book of prophecy. And the language is beautiful poetry that is just saturated with hope. It is one of my favorite books because some of my life verses are found in these chapters. Isaiah, the, the name, it literally means the Lord saves. And you are going to see that promise written on every page of this book. So this is going to be a joyful journey together. Today we are looking at Isaiah chapter 1. And I want to ask you to think about how often throughout your days do you spend time just going through the motions? Maybe it's when you're driving your car on your way home, you're just on autopilot, or maybe it's when you're brushing your teeth. Sometimes autopilot works. It gets the job done, right? That it works for brushing your teeth. But other times going through the motions, it doesn't work too well. Like when you're trying to spend time with your kids or spend time with your spouse. Man, if you are just going through the motions and you are not fully present, everyone feels it and it does not go well. It's the same with our worship. It's the same when we worship God. God is not interested in our empty gestures and us going through the motions. And in Isaiah chapter one, he just calls it like he sees it. He says, I can tell all of you are preoccupied with yourselves and you are selfish and it is corrupting you. It is changing your souls. It is infecting your heart, your mind, your bodies, and you are not well. And yet you still come and worship me. This is what he's saying. He says, you come before me and you, he says, stop bringing me meaningless offerings. He can tell that we're just checking the box as if it's going to mask or um, somehow a cover up and make us feel better on the inside. We go through the motions and we wonder why we don't feel better. And God says, he says, it's because your heart's not in it. Your heart is misaligned. And it's pretty compelling in verse 15 when he says, when you spread your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. I will not listen because your hands are full of blood. That's poignant to me. We come before him and we're covered in blood and it's unacceptable to him. This is what he sees when we come as hypocrites, as if we're fooling him. He says, wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong and learn to do right. And what is this right that he's talking about? He says, seek justice, encourage the oppressed, defend the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. And yes, he literally means the orphan and the widow. And he also means all the people that these type of people represent. He means the marginalized, those who are crushed by the system, those who don't have a seat at the table. He's saying you need to care for and stick up for the least of these. This is straight Jesus language found in Matthew 25. The thing is here, God cares. 
about what's happening in our hearts. He cares about the state of our souls. He cares that we're not well. And he won't be placated by checked boxes or empty gestures because he's invested in you and in me. He loves us too much to be placated by inauthenticity. God knows what we're struggling with. and He knows how we're trying to cover it up. And he says that the real solution is him. He says, come now, let us reason together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best from the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The promise is right here for you and for me. Our hands may be bloodied, but we come before him humbly, in surrender, willingly and obediently, and let him make us clean. He promises to make us clean. That forgiveness is for you and for me. It is a promise of restoration and redemption. There's an invitation here for us to repent and realign our hearts with his. And my hope is that you take time to do that today. The, the language, the poetry, it's so compelling. His love is so real for you and for me. And he wants us well. He is the hope we have. Have a great day, my friends. I'll see you soon.